0: Hi. Tonight I'm camping under the kitchen table and I brought a sleeping bag and some pillows and some twigs which also happen to look like forks and we're gonna build, I'm gonna build a fire and we're gonna roast marshmallows under the table and I brought my flashlight so we can make stars just like outside and I took a tablecloth and I attacked some chairs so I could make my tent a little bit bigger. And I'm gonna go to sleep here and it was a lot of fun. Welcome to another edition of Play and Art, our wonderful podcast. I'm sitting here at the Red Kitchen Table with my father, Dr. George Sakeli, uh, once again with our uh, tea that he lovingly made us. And I'm coming over during the um, home coronavirus that we're all experiencing. And um, how are you doing right now?
1: We're hanging in there. <laughs> Hopefully,
0: everyone's doing well. Yes,
1: we do. Um, I was thinking we can uh, devote a few minutes to um, parents and and uh, the kind of um, um, home activities, uh, home chores that uh, still count or still are an important part of art uh, that um, we can... Um, Talk to parents about uh, paying attention to and, and encouraging.
0: Um, I think one but, of my favorite but, was, uh, as a kid, was always organizing the refrigerator. And I know you like to talk about that, but that is definitely, <laughs> as I'm we're smiling, laughing here, I know, <laughs> definitely one of our favorites, uh, putting things in different color order, shape orders, and um, kind of playing with the uh, stacking of things in the refrigerator. I loved when the groceries came in, right, and I could reorganize the uh, the refrigerator, which was always <laughs> a great task. I don't know if that's a chore exactly, but it was definitely uh, one of my favorite things to do. And it, it led to things like being able to stack the the dishwasher, right, and later on the kiln very well, by the way. I'm excellent at stacking the kiln, and I attest that to my um, early days of putting things together so lovingly in the refrigerator so uh, those things carry through in different ways in our lives for sure
1: I think being nervous at home being uh, jittery at home uh, um, makes us do a lot of cleaning at home at this time
0: yes yes there's been a lot about that actually a lot of articles and Facebook posts and stuff about the, uh, the fine art of cleaning right now yes
1: so engaging or um, commissioning uh, your 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 children uh, to uh, do your jewelry drawer to work on, on sorting out your jewelry in, in, in mom's jewelry drawer. Yes, um, would be uh, very exciting. They are very good to do that. Um, uh, to comb the fringes of the carpets,
0: which was <laughs> my
1: job, or to dust some of the finer uh, antiques, which was also my job as a child. But I also fell in love with China and Oriental rugs through the process. Mm -hmm. So um, to engage them as as part of this cleaning. Part of
0: that is control of the space, right? Which is really important in that we have control of something right now which is uh, which is everything um and taking ownership of that space also as we talked about before really important um and to start seeing things even in the house that maybe you collected as parents right a little differently um and you know even being able to i've i've seen a lot of great things that people are posting so i have to mention them throughout this um but you know, people having their kids fold their own laundry and stack their laundry, and the color, uh, the color schemes that they're coming up with while they stack their laundry, and I saw a lot of art teachers having them do things, you know, and you know, special color orders, and uh, finding things around the house that they can, you know, add to those co- that color scheme. Uh, all really exciting stuff, and and also really important, and. Um, you know, in, in art, but also controlling the space and feeling feeling good about uh, your own environment. So,
1: My favorite day was the laundry day and um, helping my mother to do the laundry chores. Um, I was so proud when she allowed me to use the iron, for example, and I found out how beautiful uh, the ironed, Find the iron line could be. And we do pretend ironing in school with play irons, with toy irons um, on all kinds of paper surfaces. Um, I re- also remember hanging up uh, things on the laundry line and having uh, my figures and puppets so I can have these huge stages when the laundry was set outside. Um, I remember the uh, laundry baskets, by the way, in my day the laundry baskets were actually woven, you know, they were not plastic laundry baskets. But I remember sitting in the laundry baskets and pretending to be the gondola of a hot air balloon or to defending my fort So the the laundry baskets are an ample supply in my classroom right now because the students use it for so many things. When you don't have a refrigerator box, they can always climb into the laundry basket, put an outdoor outdoor motor on the back and sail away. But many, many possibilities. yeah, the laundry day was something very special. And, and not... usually
0: nowadays it's it's not as special because people are very rushed to do their laundry. But yes. I think uh, one of the things I've enjoyed about this time and taking a step back from life um, is that I do see people uh, spending more time on their laundry with their kids and uh, doing some of these things again and kids in laundry baskets again. And there is kind of a call for a simpler time, if you will. Yes. Uh, that's really really nice to see that uh, the, the kids are participating in this process and that it's not this rush process that it always feels like, right, but that we are um, kind of celebrating it again to a certain extent. So
1: There are so many collections that the kids can, without any expense, uh, just a lot of ingenuity develop, and um, mine has been uh, clothes clips. Um, and it's a wonderful way to share with the children the history of clothes clips which have a rich, beautiful history I have many of these handmade clothes clips all the way to the colorful plastic clothes clips right now so when we put a laundry line across the classroom which we occasionally do uh, it's not always the laundries but we're displaying some of our uh, clothes clips on it of course it also becomes a trapeze act and other kinds of things. Um, I think it's a wonderful thing to have a laundry line, especially when you have the, the um, way of moving them so they can actually uh, uh, float across the classroom with all kinds of um, objects that the kids attach to these uh, clothes clips.
0: Um, It's interesting that something so simple like a clothes clip, I think that, um, you know, kids only kind of in the beginning see it one way. Like there's one type of clothes clip because that's the one that's, you know, out right now. That's the one they see maybe in the dollar store. But then to show them that there is a history of something. Um, can be really exciting, right? There's a history of uh, pretty much everything we we have, and um, I always like to show them the history of things like phones, and because uh, it's it's just exciting to understand that you know it's not didn't just start with the iPhone. <laughs> there's there's things before that, and there's things before the clothes clip. Um, all of these things have this wonderful rich history, and it allows them to really see the, the um, how design has developed. And I think that's important that. That they're seeing that so, and it's
1: very uh, beautiful to see it, memorable to see it through toys. Yes. So the history of architecture, I love to teach it by sharing with the kids the many playhouses I have at home, and especially the metal playhouses, which covered every architectural star, style from the early. Um, 1900s to the present.
0: Yeah, so, you can see so much architecture and that interior design, and um, all kinds of wonderful. Each comes with
1: actually. its own furnishings. Yes. So you can see the style furnishings as well, and and actually play uh, in the period. Um, but um, oh, and in uh, at home in their chores to setting tables and this time we're eating at home we're not going out to restaurants so much I think one of the great underestimated children's art forms is setting tables and uh, if we can um, allow them to be uh, freer and more playful uh, so the table setting really uh, becomes uh, freestyle and improvised um We have many sets of dishes and they are all different colors and different patterns and different uh, napkins and uh, different color napkins. And uh, so they have a lot of fun and a lot of interesting experiences in designing and mixing and matching and arranging. Um,
0: And And right now there's so much freedom in that because, you know, we're not having fancy dinner parties, but we can still have fancy dinner parties in our own way, right? And the kids can be more in charge. Than ever of these wonderful uh, tea parties and fancy dinner parties, and um, I think that's there's really such wonderful freedom in that for them to kind of create their own um, space. Where you know, usually if there's you know fancy people coming over, we don't want that. But um, here we can do that just within our own family and our own quarters, and they can um, have those choices. I always think that's so important. You know, I always think of uh, my own daughter and. Um, I always let her kind of choose what clothing she was going to wear the morning, and a lot of times people were really, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're letting her out of the house with that, you know. And I think I think it's very important for um, kids to make their own choices when it comes to things like clothing, and it helps to develop, a, you know, your own sense of style. At 16 now, she definitely knows exactly what she likes and she doesn't like, and um, she has her own sense of style. And I think that's that's true too when it comes to. Um, things around the house to actually be able to have some ownership of okay, you know let's let's set the table. let's come up with your own ideas for how you think the table should be set um, it's it's important to developing your own your own style and taste and as adults, I know one of the biggest things right now is, you know, is like interior design shows and home decorating shows. And it's still, you know, adults like to come up with their own <laughs> their own ideas for what uh, good taste is, right? And style is and all of these things. I mean, you know, all of these H uh, T T V and whatever TLC shows, I mean, wouldn't be business if that wasn't true. So <laughs> I think that it's, um, it's relevant even to us as adults and... I think that's hard because we have to give it over to them a little bit, and we want it to look a certain way, right? And they want it to look a certain way. So, just like in the classroom, we butt heads a little bit. Um, but it is important uh, for their own development and their own sense of taste to to come up with that. And it might not be your taste, by the way. I think that's important to understand. Is <laughs> you know, it's generally not your taste, um, but that's okay. They're developing their own sense of of what they think is uh, beautiful and um, interesting and what looks good together. And it doesn't always work with the color wheel, Um, but that's, you know, that's important too, for them to work against the color wheel.
1: I don't know if you remember that you actually refused to. I remember going out and seeing what's going on. Um, The bus picked you up in front of our house but I saw you and your sister standing on different sides of the street, and you refused to stand in the same bus stop with her if she wears what she's wearing. Why? <laughs> because it didn't match, <laughs> and according to your taste, it was um, not acceptable. So you wanted her to go home and change. <laughs>
0: yes,
1: but. Um,
0: Many fights with parents and kids with that same conversation, though. <laughs> yes, Because <laughs> we feel like it's a reflection of us, yes. right? Yes, uh, My sister was a reflection of me as the older sister, and as a parent, you know, your child is a reflection of you. But I think that it's important to understand that this is part of their development. They're, they're discovering these things.
1: But uh, your sister carefully used to rehearse this, by sitting all her dolls and teddy bears on her bed in the morning before school and it was the what will Anna wear show (laughs) and she took out the choices in front of all her play figures to vote on what would be her outfit for the day.
0: it's such an important choice, though, because it's the one thing that we really have ownership of as kids, right? I mean, somebody else designs our house. Somebody else generally designs our bedroom, right? Our parents make those decisions. And what we wear is one thing we can actually come up with on our own. Um, and we can put those together. I mean, our parents even will buy our clothing for us up to a certain age. But making those choices of putting things together is very much our own, so... Again, going back to that sense of ownership, really important.
1: And, and art teaching being a license for independence, to make independent choices, decisions, and creations is, is so essential. But uh, in terms of um, um, these home acts, um, I think it would be for everyone right now who's so tense to have a relaxing bath <laughs> <laughs> uh, I suggest plenty of soap bubbles. <laughs> and uh, besides the soap bubbles, uh, to have the kids go around and shop for all the things they want to take into the bathtub with them. After all, the bathtub is one of the last remaining studios after their rooms are cleaned up and become office spaces or study cora- corrals. Uh, the bathtub still remains this free studio uh, to play and create in. So uh, I, uh, at this time of, of tension, lots of baths and water place and bathtub place, I think would be very soothing and, <laughs> and amazingly creative. Uh, very few people keep a record, um, a pictorial record, of these wonderful things. I used to do that, and uh, in one picture I remember uh, your sister had uh, high fever, very sick. But in taking a bath, she decorated the whole side of the uh, bathtub, the tiles, with all kinds of things that she found would actually stick to the tiles. So this great wall display, this great wall art, this mural that she created, I mean, that's dedication. (laughs) Very very few artists even are so (laughs) dedicated that in the time of great illness they would uh, uh, create a a great mural in the bathtub. But uh, the bathtub art is is certainly, the water play is certainly a basic and... um, important that you can close the door you can close the shower curtain and you can really create in your own studio
0: absolutely and it's definitely a very relaxing space as as we all know so i think all of us that's a good uh it's a good end to this right now to to go home and, and take a bath right To be, be at home and take a bath and enjoy that space and have your children enjoy it also as artists and um, to kind of take those daily things that we do, those daily home chores, and turn them into wonderful um, you know, moments of play and art, I think is, is really important. So I, I appreciate that that message right now, and I'm hoping everybody at home is who is listening is going to um, approach their, Their chores with their kids and their setup of their space a little a little differently now so um thank you so much for joining us on another um edition of our podcast play and art and we hope you will uh come back and and sit around the red kitchen table with us again hope everyone feels feels good and everyone's safe this week